Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. The first item of business is the City Council vacant seat appointment. As everyone knows, we had two applicants. Thank you, Ms. Sebastio and Ms. Ellis, for your interest in serving and for your application and for your engagement in the community. The one thing that I would like to say is, if you have run for office and you have not been voted by the voters, that says a lot within itself. Now remember, this is the conversation we had at the previous meeting where Mike Cusack, city council member, had raised an objection to Shari Sebastio, a former two-time city council member, appointed, not elected. She did not win both of the times that she ran for office, but then the person dropped out after the fact and fled the city. This is now the third time this has happened, um, and so she's been you know, put up again as an alternative. Uh, Kathy Ellis, the other one who works for the county, the property appraiser's office. And, you know, they were the two in contention. And Mike Cusack had raised this same point, you know, didn't the voters tell you no? And now you keep coming back for more, um, you know, abuse. And Sherry Chapman, a founding member of the Pitchfork Posse, says same thing. The voters said no to you. How dare you? It's not like golf to where it's close or horseshoes. It's close. So that's more important. The fact of the matter is. Can we just stop and say, I have no idea what that meant. I have no idea what she was saying because Sherry, uh, Shari, excuse me, had said she lost by like 800 the first time and then lost by like 93 the second time. And she would hope to be able to win again if she were actually to run for reelection or run for election again. So I don't know. Sometimes sometimes uh, Sherry Chapman has the most interesting metaphors and sometimes she's also talking. The fact of the matter is that you have been not voted to hold this seat. And I think that that is one of the things that we need to remember. This is not one not vote, but two times that a person has not been voted that's put their application in yet two times that's correct i support her for the fact that this is kathy um, she's talking about is she put in um the position for willingness to do it but the fact that the voters have not turned her down in the past thank you you know it finally occurred to me what about this argument i find so obnoxious this argument that, um, you know, she's she's run twice and the voters have said no twice. And I said it's not really a fair comparison because her opponent, opponent, the other person that was put up for the job, uh, hasn't run for election at all. Um, of course, Mike Cusack went way beyond that and made allegations about how, you know, she treated the public horribly. And then somebody else said there's some horrible video. He said he'd come back with evidence that she'd been mean to the public. And we didn't see any of that evidence uh, on Tuesday night. Um, but. I was trying to think of what is it about this argument, this you lost twice, because there are other people who lose their elections that get appointed to boards, and, you know, sometimes you lose an election, you might be get appointed to the same to the seat. But here's, and which, by the way, if you lose an election to a seat and your opponent gets, a, you know, leaves, and then you get, a, I mean, that's actually like you're giving the voters their second choice. Okay, here's the thing that bothers me about this. We don't know which of the two of these candidates the public would pick. They haven't had a chance to vote in an actual election between Shari and Kathy. And that's the only way this is meaningful. Because as we all know, the fact that you that somebody got second place in an election against a different candidate tells you nothing about how they would perform against this new possible candidate. Because the voters are always picking in a contest between two or three or four or whatever they're not rejecting Shari, they're rejecting Shari compared to the other person. You don't have that choice again. And so the question is not, are we totally against her or are we, 
you know, what are we, are we for her or against her compared to this actual alternative? And we don't know how they would vote. Maybe they would vote heavily to put Kathy Ellis in. But that's why you have these appointments, because the board, the city council has to make a decision. So I'm not for Shari or against her. I don't, you know, I, I really don't have an opinion that way, okay? I just found this line of reasoning. I hate fallacious lines of reasoning. It drives me crazy as a logician and a philosopher. And to see this one come up again and again in such a mean way that I thought was a bad line. If it was a good line of reasoning and they're being mean, okay, fine. But if it's a bad line of reasoning and they're being mean, well, you know, stop it. We're trying to have a better city council. Um, so Jeff Snow, after a very little discussion, Mike Cusack kept his mouth shut. Good for him. I mean, seriously, good for him. Good for not repeating the abysmal performance that he did the last time around. So Jeff Snow, motions for Shari. Motion to approve Shari Sebastian. Is there second. a second to that motion? Second. We have a motion from Councilman Snow and a second from Councilman Jarrett to appoint Ms. Sebastio to the open seat. And the voting is in progress. This is the vote. Uh, Councilman Jarrett, aye. Councilman Meese, aye. Councilman Snow, aye. Councilman Powell, aye. Councilman Hawthorne, aye. Councilwoman Farrow, nay. And Councilman Cusack, nay. So she's appointed. Five to two. Simple. Done. Easy. Remember, it's always going to be Farrow and Cusack on the nay side of the of the five or now six to two votes. Um, so easy. And it was very, except for that one, you know, relatively for her mild comment by Sherry Chapman. Um, this was simple. It was civil. It was diplomatic. There was even some really sweet moments uh, later in the meeting. I'll share that with you in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. We're looking great out there so far this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns reported. Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garson Point Bridge. Traffic on I-10 east and westbound is traveling at posted speeds. No slowdowns reported on Gulf Breeze Parkway east or westbound. Caroline Street out in Milton is clear. Also, Stewart Street checking in without delays. It looks like Highway um, 29 south through Cantonment. We're looking good there as well. School zones should be starting here in about an hour or so. But right now, we're just looking clear all over town. Uh, if you see anything out there slowing down, let me know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. You know, it is kind of interesting. Uh, you know, somebody texted in and reminded me, Jerry Cooey, who is a good friend of Sherry Chapman's, is, you know, often with her in alignment, is running for uh, District 3 in Santa Rosa County County Commission. But he's lost elections, too. I wonder if she'll apply this same line of reasoning to him. Now, she would say probably, well, elections are different than appointments. Yeah, okay, but, <laughs> I mean, you know. Wouldn't the same line of reasoning be, didn't you hear the public the first two times? You know, maybe you should not run again, right? That's it would seem. Anyway, but this was very genial. This is by all, by, by standards of Milton City Council Melodrama Theater, this was very civil, okay? There was even a conversation in here about this utility rearrangement that Senator Broxson has proposed and who's going to sort of represent the city in these conversations because otherwise it's going to be very clunky and time is going to be the enemy. And um, basically, Heather Lindsay offered herself. Casey Powell said, I, I think you're a good person to do it. Both Shari and Jeff Snow had said uh, after that, well, we kind of would have preferred to have Casey, but since he said you will go along with it. Like, it was a very genial meeting. Everything was fine. And then they had this just, like, really, really cool se uh, series of events right at the end. Uh, one of the people who recently passed away, Al Bruton, was a longtime activist at the city council. Great guy, wonderful man. Um, I only say it because if you don't happen to know, he, he was a black guy, so he, he was advocating for a lot of black issues typically, but just a really wonderful person um, who I never met but by watching. It was obvious. And he always liked to wear these colorful socks, and so they wanted to do a sock contest in his honor. Before we go to public input, and we can do it after public input if folks want to, but 
I remember a sock contest mm-hmm. being brought up. I think uh, Councilman Hawthorne's words were challenge accepted. Yes, ma'am. I have my socks on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so would everyone like to show off their Christmas socks to see who's the winner before we do public input? Sure. I won't be first, but I'll get out. I'll get out first. Gavin yeah, Hawthorne. So everyone who, who wore Christmas socks uh, in recognition of Mr. Bruton's um you, you might be the winner, Casey, uh, in recognition of Mr. Bruton's uh, style, uh, leadership and style. We have some gentlemen who I believe are ready to show off their socks. And this is just, it for the tone that is typical in the City of Milk meetings, this was such a wonderful change. <laughs> I want to see Casey's. Gavin. So they all came we'll out in front of the public, and they're socks. showing off their socks. You got some nice the stars public. there, okay? Look at Casey. There you I go. like the reindeer. I like those. Okay, look at Casey, y'all. Casey's. Oh, he's got reindeer antlers, Santa. <laughs> Casey's looking good, folks. Jimmy's got. Look a, at that on the Jimmy's toes. got a, a, some socks to look Santa, at here. Santa and a Corvette. Even what? on the bottom. And then we have a Snoopy entrant. Thank you, sir, for showing off your Snoopies. And I want y'all to know that Jimmy's socks have pine have palm trees on them. So I they, guess it's uh And they're on the bottom too. Melakaliki Maka. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we have Teresa. What are those on your gingerbread, gingerbread folks? Gingerbread. Snoopy again. And another Snoopy. Uh-huh. So we have two Snoopies. We have gingerbread folks. We have convertibles with palm trees. We have uh-huh. Santa groovy Santa with sunglasses, it looks like, and antlers. Put out. I love that. Oh, Councilwoman Farrow and her husband are also entering. These are all Councilwoman people who Farrow, what is your often sock hate like? each other. Ladybugs. Right? Just fighting tooth and nail with each socks? other. Snoopy. Snoopy. More Snoopy. We got lots of Snoopy. Thank you for the Christmas spirit, folks. Yes. Yes. Big win. Sock contest. Honoring Al Bruton. Everybody's happy. There was more of this about a minute more. I won't pay, play the whole clip because it was... Just it was it was fun. Even Jimmy Messick, who wound up getting the kind of the semi-official win, uh, said, "I just wanted to honor Al Bruton. Thank you for the nice moment. Fantastic." And I'm thinking, I can't make an episode out of this. There's not enough conflict. There's not enough drama. They're they're gonna have to. It's gonna you know we're gonna have to not use the stager music. But then the most ominous words in the English language. All right, now we turn to public input. Are any members of the public? interested in coming forward now to be heard on any item of city business and not to let the christmas spirit overtake somebody not to miss an opportunity to really turn a beautiful wonderful happy genial civil meeting into something just plain mean i give you lauren cooper milton i wanted to read a definition to the council cronyism it's a noun it's derogatory the appointment of friends and associates to positions of authority without proper regard to their qualifications. Side note, cronyism is a form of corruption. Congratulations, Shari. So, almost had it. <laughs> Missed it by that much. Um, but on that note, I remind you that Though people might think that the episode and series is going to go away. See, see just one, one, one last thought about this. Um, it was such a Milton moment. 
the, the sock thing. Like, it was such a why we love this place. Like, what makes Milton great? This small town. People have fun and get along and do neat things. And, you know, city council behaved the whole time. And, and then just, you know, one upset <laughs> member of the public decides, nope, nope, not going down without a blaze of glory. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, cronyism is everywhere. It's corruption. And congratulations, Shara, on your appointment. 623 News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, amazed. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey, Pensacola, Dave Ramsey here. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Gulf Coast Air Care. They've been trusted members of your community for over 25 years. Owner Todd St. Ors and his team focus on the indoor air quality side of HVAC for the people who want comfortable, healthy, and energy-efficient homes and workplaces. Gulf Coast Air Care can help you with dusty, moldy, or leaky duct systems, hot or cold rooms, and odors, and humidity issues. They test for duct leaks, and they do the repairs. If you need duct cleaning, duct repairs, or air filtration, you should call them today. Remember what Todd always says, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Call Gulf Coast Air Care today at 850-934-2768 or visit them online at gulfcoastaircare.com. That's 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Dan Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. As she stared at me through the window, I realized the time we spent in the backyard on her trailer just wasn't fulfilling. We used to have so much fun on the water. I just couldn't crank her up. But Key Marine did. Fun days on the bay are back. And my Yamaha outboard runs better than ever. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. Key Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Google Key Marine or find them on Facebook. And we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm. Best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. Hi, this is David Wayne, and I just want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. (laughs) He does not. He does, too. He looks like a pink nightmare. Actually, the best concert I've ever been to was a Toby Mac concert, which you wouldn't necessarily think, you know. 
Uh, but I, I didn't get to live in color, so maybe they would have been better. I'm just saying, this one was the best one I actually ever attended. Oh, somebody texted and said, uh, Big Daddy Weave lives in Navarre. And they're super nice fans, which is not surprising. Yeah, isn't that great? Big Daddy, I give me a call, man. I told him, I think, like, I thought I maybe knew that, but, um, so thank you for the reminder. That's great. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? And that's exciting, man. Um, all right, so um, we're not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents this morning. Uh, Longleaf Drive, Mobile Highway, Pine Forest Road, North Blue Angel Parkway, all checking in clear. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all looking good. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Bayfront Parkway is good. I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, we're not showing any problems. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace and Highway 29 south through Cantonment rolling smoothly this morning. If you see something, though, that's out there slowing you down, any traffic problems, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? House Republicans have voted to authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Republicans say that uh, the president benefited from the foreign business dealings of his son, Hunter. The House voted along party lines yesterday to launch the inquiry. A 13-year-old Ohio boy has been arrested and charged with planning a mass shooting at a synagogue. Officials there say the boy shared a detailed plan online to carry out a shooting at a temple in Canton, Ohio. He's set to appear in family court next week. And the Super Bowl headed back to Los Angeles again in 2027. NFL owners awarded Super Bowl 61 to SoFi Stadium in L.A. during uh, their league meetings on Wednesday. Uh, The stadium last hosted the big game in 2022. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. If you... Um, uh, have a business, you have employees, you have to deal with HR, payroll, uh, benefits, health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, especially at this time of year. Now you can be pulling your hair out over it all. Hey, call Torgerson Causey. They'll take a look at what you're doing. They'll see if they can't offer your employees better options, you better options, just options, period. You might have thought you didn't have any. Uh, and they're just great. I mean, they really are. We've been using them here at News Radio for about seven years, and uh, they have fantastic customer service. Like, every time we have a question, you know, I can always get somebody on the line. And if, if Reed doesn't know, okay, he will find out, and he will get back to me. And this is, like, detailed, difficult questions. My wife is good at asking those because she's an industrial engineer at heart. Uh, so, you know, she's very good at that kind of stuff. And they always have good answers. Saved us money, given us choices, just made our lives better. Torgerson Causey, more than 20 years helping local businesses like yours run employee benefits, 433-9996, or check them out online at TC Benefits Group. Dot com. Did you see the um, the invigorating back and forth between uh, President Joe Biden and the press the other day when Zelensky was here in town? Listen to this interchange. It's uh, it's 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 I don't know. It's refreshing to see a president answer the press so so clearly. Thank you. Before the press. Before the press. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hush up a second. OK, got one more thing to say. I hush just up a signed. Second. Another $200 million drawdown from the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that'll be coming quickly. Thank you. Thank you. Sit and smile. Nothing to see here. No questions to answer. Nothing to say. Just watching it all happen. All the press is getting removed from the room. It does kind of summarize a lot, right? Oh, hush up a second, okay? (laughs) Like, that's the most adamant thing that he's going to say. Ah, warms my heart. What do you have coming up, David? Local news coming up right next after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. 
Former President Trump's federal election interference case is put on hold by the federal judge handling it in D.C. It was scheduled to start March 4th. Judge Tanya Chutkin paused any further proceedings that would move the case towards trial as an appeals court considers arguments from Trump's legal team that he should get immunity. Special counsel Jack Smith is trying to bypass the appeals court and has asked the Supreme Court to take up the case, hoping to keep that trial date in place. Fox's Joe Nato. Russian President Vladimir Putin holds his annual press conference and Collins show. He's revealed Russia now has more than 600,000 soldiers in Ukraine, and he says there will be no peace until Moscow's goals are met, namely what he calls Ukraine's denazification, demilitarization, and neutral status. Fox's Jonathan Savage stock futures are higher. The Dow hit a record high yesterday. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. 631 at News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. It is cloudy and 49 degrees right now in Pensacola. Uh, crash last night. A pedestrian has died and a motorcyclist in critical condition today. This happened on Beverly Parkway near Concordia Boulevard. The Florida Highway Patrol says the motorcyclist uh, crashed into a pedestrian that was walking a scooter across the road. Happened just about a quarter after 8 o'clock last night. The pedestrian died at the scene. The motorcyclist was taken to a hospital with critical injuries. FHP says charges are pending in this case. The city of Milton has a new representative for the 4th Ward. A familiar name and face for the city council. This is the vote. Uh, Councilman Jarrett, I. Councilman Meese, I. Councilman Snow, I. Councilman Powell, I. Councilman Hawthorne, I, Councilwoman Farrow, nay, and Councilman Cusack, nay. And that vote took place after a motion was made to appoint Sherry Sebastio to the seat. That passed 5-2. to two. Sebastio did previously serve on the council twice, both times by being appointed and both times lost elections to remain on the council. Sebastio was appointed over Kathy Ellis during the meeting on Tuesday. Santa Rosa County's put out their 2023 State of the County Address. Leaders say the county came out of the COVID pandemic stronger than ever. Efforts now are continuing to reach our potential. In July, Leonardo broke ground on a new facility at Whiting Aviation Park in Milton, where they will perform maintenance and overhaul on the Navy's new training helicopter, the TH-73 Thrasher. The Buffalo Rock Company recently purchased 47 acres at the Northwest Florida Industrial Park at I-10 for a new distribution facility. The project is expected to bring as many as 400 new jobs to our area. In addition to major job creation projects, tourism was bigger than ever in Santa Rosa County, bringing in over $6.3 million this year. District 5 Commissioner Colton Wright also highlighted major infrastructure projects including the completion of the Pea Ridge Connector, remodeling of Swenson Park, and drainage improvements on East Bay Boulevard. Well, sidewalks around Seville Square downtown are going to be closed for maintenance for the rest of this week anyway. City of Pensacola says crews are conducting repair work on trip and fall hazards in the area. Uh, it's an effort to improve walkability and safety. The project is expected to be completed sometime next week. Scambia School Interim Superintendent Keith Leonard thanking his staff and students after the district improved their school district grade after uh, this year's assessment testings. And, you know, we ended up with 11 A's, um, which is to be commended. We had three of those schools improve from B's to A's. We had, uh, I want to say it was 10 B's, 23 C's, and then we had seven schools that we've been focused on, whether it be with our school transformation office, our subject area specialists, 
BSI, which is the Bureau of School Improvement from the state, they're really a good partner with us here in Escambia. And Leonard says the district already had expectations of where they would score, and they'd been preparing since earlier this summer. He says this was the first year of a new testing method, which includes progress monitoring instead of just taking assessment testing. 635 right now. It's News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. Well, we're looking great out there this morning on a Thursday morning commute. I-10 and I-110 posted speeds. Highway 98 and Gulf Breeze and Navarre, no accidents east or westbound there. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is flowing smoothly. If you're cruising through Milton this morning, Caroline Street is clear. Also, Stewart Street checking in without delays. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know on our traffic tip line. You can call or text 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Mostly cloudy skies today with a breezy forecast. Winds about 15 to 20 miles an hour. High today near 64 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping in the 40s, 47 degrees for your low. Windy weather continues into your Friday. Winds still coming out of the northeast about 15 to 20 miles an hour. High near 64. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 54 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. 49 in Pensacola. 50 in Gulf Breeze and 47 in Milton. Our next news at 7 and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your money now. Chinese low cost online retailer Timu has launched a new lawsuit against its rival Xi'an over copyright concerns and, quote, mafia-style intimidation of suppliers. In the filing, Timu alleges fast fashion brand Shein infringed on its intellectual property rights and falsely imprisoned its merchants, among other moves, to halt Timu's growth in the U.S. The suit comes weeks after both parties decided to drop their previous lawsuits against each other over copyright and antitrust concerns. European retailers are testing the waters of secondhand fashion in a bid to capitalize on more sustainability-minded consumers, but analysts see limited financial benefits in the short term. Indentix brand Zara has expanded its secondhand platform pre-owned in 14 countries, including its home market, Spain. The business, which allows consumers to sell and repair their Zara garments as well as to donate clothes, was already implemented in the UK and France. On Wall Street, features higher. That's your money now. This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the weight. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in this morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and discussing how ProHealth medical membership programs can help you take the stress and cost out of health care. That's this morning at 10 as ProHealth is the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. This is Renee with Jim's Firearms wishing you a safe holiday. Please don't text and drive. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Darren Costello at Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli Fine Wine and Cheeses. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Jessica with Pensacola's Kia Autosport. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is Joe Ford with Pensacola Right Now. I can happily wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I can't wait to spend the next month listening to Christmas music and giving my nine-month-old little girl her first screenings of The Santa Claus, Home Alone, A Charlie Brown Christmas, and of course, It's a Wonderful Life. Merry Christmas from my family and from all of us at News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know do we, Are we going to talk about any of the county attorney stuff or do you want to do that tonight? or County attorney's report? Oh, um, I thought we went through it. If there's something to discuss, I'm happy to discuss yep. it now, Jeff, whatever you'd like. No, no. Well, I am going to discuss the Kenny case tonight. Yeah, that, that was the one that, uh, that's the one. I just didn't know if we wanted to wait till tonight to have that conversation. Or... Um, so that's on the action. I mean, we're going to have to take action on it tonight anyway. It okay. doesn't matter whatever you want to do. Now, that might not seem like much of a significant soundbite. That was from the Escambia County uh, Board of County Commission meeting last Thursday. The agenda review the morning meeting where they go over the stuff that they're going to cover at night. And that was a, uh, you know, uh, we don't need to talk about that this morning. No big deal. We'll deal with it tonight. Okay, no big deal. The issue at hand was the potential payout of $90,000 from the Escambia County commissioners voting to or not to pay former emergency medical services head of administration, Catherine Kenny. Uh, and I'll just read you from the PNG article because Jim Little did such a good job on this. Uh, pay her $90,000 and her termination from the county will be changed to a resignation in her personnel file. Kenny was fired from the Scambia County in 2020 after she was one of four former EMS members arrested and charged with 11 felony counts and four misdemeanor counts related to falsifying training documents. The four arrests were the result of an investigation that began in 2019 after former Escambia County Medical Director Dr. Amy Edler filed a complaint with the Florida Department of Health. The fallout from the complaint in EMS led to the resignations of several senior-level ha- county officials in 2019, Edler was fired from the county in 2021 and is now suing the county for wrongful termination and Medicare fraud in federal court. The lawsuit led to the surfacing of leaked text messages of Escambia County Commissioner Jeff Bergash. Escambia County settled with the Department of Health over the training document scandal and agreed to pay a $5,000 fine to the state and accept a letter of reprimand on the county's license to operate an EMS service in the state. The two felony-level charges against Kenny were dismissed before Kenny entered a pretrial diversion program that dismissed the remaining charges and cleared her records of any wrongdoing. You understand that pretrial diversion means that, you know, you're not really disputing the facts of the case. You're just entering the pretrial diversion in order to avoid an actual trial that would most likely lead to a conviction. And this is an alternative you can do, right? Of the other three arrested in the scandal, 
Former interim EMS manager Leon Salter also entered a pretrial diversion program that resulted in all charges being dismissed. Former EMS chief Steve White pled no contest to two misdemeanor counts, and former EMS captain Jim Bonnier, Benoyer, excuse me, pled no contest to seven felony charges of a public servant falsifying an official document. Both White and Benoyer paid fines and were ordered to serve probation. The settlement agreement approved Thursday uh, talks about all documents related to Kenny's termination will be removed from her personal file and stored in a separate file marked void. So they're in a secret extra file. Kenny also agreed not to sue Escambia County, not to apply for reemployment with the county. Okay, backdrop. That's that's the context here. So it's going to be a conversation because this would be the second time now that we're paying money to cover people's costs associated with things they did wrong at the county. The first time was uh, for Selver, and this time is for Kenny, and it's $90,000. Okay? And an agreement that she won't continue any legal proceedings against the county. So flash forward to the night meeting. And in the night meeting, the item comes up again, you know, as is appropriate. They bring it up. And uh, Mike Kohler, who is a medical professional, he's a nurse in the Navy, right? He gives his summary of the events that led to this particular uh, incident and the charges and the pretrial diversion and now eventually the payout for the attorney's fees. I think most of you have gotten emails about this case. I went back and looked at the history on this. Um, I know I'm a nurse and I've done this stuff, but one of the things I was concerned about from the the county on this case in May in 2020, we paid $5,000 to the FDOH. We accepted a letter of reprimand on our license to operate human service in the state. Kenny was the training officer at that time. I've had, oh, I'm trying to think over the years, I had to sign every single month uh, CPR stuff when I was a training officer. We had an audit on NAMI for ACLS. I've never in 33 years as a nurse heard of a letter of reprimand ever on anyone. Um, and we've had missing CPR cards. We've had notified DHA, and we had a pretty extensive audit on ACLS. So, yeah, and the problems in EMS historically were massive, pervasive, horrendous. And I know it's driving Mike Kohler crazy as a, you know a medical professional now dealing with all of this stuff, and here again being asked to pay ninety thousand dollars to somebody who did wrong. Right is you know, enter pretrial diversion to avoid going to court over this issue, right? And I don't, you know, I don't know her. I don't have any, that's not the point, okay? I'm not interested in all of that. I am interested in what the county commission is doing with all of this information. It's inappropriate to think that this. I'm sorry, hold on. This is, this is his intermediate comment. But here's the problem I have with this, because even though the criminal case was dropped, the MS, MS um, Merit Service Protection Board should have been rid kicked in at that point. This individual refused that. So I th- I'm concerned we're setting a terrible precedent by not using the MSRB. I spent about 30 minutes with Mr. Wells today just talking about this case. The other thing is this board has never petitioned ever the FDOH on any of these other cases on their investigative process. Um, I believe the FDOH and the state surgeon general has a very good investigative process. I've sat on nine administrative boards. They're very competent. If we truly believe their investigative process is wrong, we should challenge them or we should ask the governor to expunge this stuff. So instead of just paying, if we think they were mistaken, then we would challenge it. But we're paying or they're thinking about paying and not challenging it. I'll come back to this in a second. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. 
Well, we're looking really good out there so far this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, no slowdowns. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is flowing smoothly. No delays on Burgess or Olive. Looks like Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brenton, Fairfield. And uh, looks like Palafox and W Street, no accidents down there this morning. Um, this traffic report is brought to you by Indeed.com. Making the hiring process work for you with Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, let me know on our traffic tip line. Call or text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to the Scambia County Commission, considering the $90,000 payout to Catherine Kenny, former EMS, who, you know, <laughs> over things that were done wrong and covering her pay, her court costs, okay? So Mike Kohler, who's been raising a question about this, says... It's inappropriate to think that this is appropriate to accept the taxpayers of Escambia County to pay $90,000 for an inappropriate activity by an employee. Very rarely does an employee ever go to criminal action when they're relieved fired or terminated and in these individuals most of them still have disciplinary administrative or their license are null and void and if any of you had spent the time just on fdoh and looked at this history you would see this so it's completely inappropriate he says to be paying this money what is the county interest in paying this ninety thousand dollars to what avoid future litigation to, to avoid something more embarrassing to the county that would cost us more than $90,000 if it came out in testimony in a court case? I mean, we're left to speculate, but those are the only two possibilities that I can think of, neither of which looks like good transparent government to me. Or, I, again, I, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. Mike Kohler, summary. I could never vote for this as a nurse or as a healthcare executive. I would be tarred and feathered. So I don't think the citizens of Scambia County should have to pay for this. And I know there's other legal reasons, charging going on with the other case. But for me, it's personal, and I, I just can't do it. I, I'm a nurse. So the only medical professional on the board says, this is unbelievable. What are you asking me to do? I cannot do this. And remember earlier, I told you, I played you the clip, the agenda. They said, well, we'll talk about it tonight. And, you know, Commissioner Bergash recognized this is something that needs to be talked about. He has written about it. He's talked about it. it you know, he's very vocal. Very vocal previously on the Sullivan vote to pay him. I mean, you know, so what's his argument going to be? Let me play you the entire conversation explaining why this makes sense from Stephen Barry, Lumen May, and Jeff Bergash about this decision to pay $90,000 to cover the legal costs for a former employee who was terminated and went into diversion to avoid charges on something related to professional uh, misconduct, right? Okay, you ready? Pay attention. The explanation is forthcoming. Commissioners, any other? I move the item in the affirmative. Thank you. Is there a second? Commissioner May, second. Any further discussion? Seeing no lights, please vote. You're waiting for the explanation, justification, reasoning, evidence. Anything? Bueller? Item passes three to two with Commissioner Kohler and Commissioner Bender in dissent. Unbelievable.
Mike Kohler lays out a very clear, logical, reason-based argument for why this money shouldn't be paid, why the taxpayer shouldn't be footing $90,000 in this case. What's the refutation of his argument? What's the response? No, I just I moved the item. We're going to vote. There you go. Done. 3-2. Bender votes against. Good for him. Kohler votes against. Good for him. May, Barry, and Bergash vote for. On the basis of zero public explanation. None. Not in the agenda review. Not in the night meeting. Nothing. 437-1620. I'm Andrew McKay. Are you looking for your forever floors? We got them. Hi, we're Buck and Ashley Deese, the proud owners of Deese Elite Concrete Coatings, where we make concrete pretty. Four times stronger than epoxy with a lifetime warranty. Our coatings are perfect for your garage, patio, pool deck, and more. For one-day installation, trust the Deese Elite experience, now offering financing. Get your forever floors by calling us today at 850-329-5599. We make concrete pretty. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. Looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season? Look no further. Berman Proper, an amazing gift shop nestled in Gulf Breeze Proper, has a wide selection of gifts, custom engraving, and local products. They all have one of the largest selections of coastal Christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Berman Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Berman Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online at priminproper.com. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor, and I usually hang out in the newsroom at News Radio 92.3. I'd like to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and a happy New Year. Average for gallon of gas, 310, Florida 290 and declining, 264 in Mississippi, California is 465. If you're in Navarre, 261 east at the Walmart, 262 west at the other Walmart, uh, oh, back up now, 
259 at the, uh, which one is this? Going up 87 at the Sefco if you're, you know, in that vicinity. Uh, If you're going that direction. 261 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge at the Murphy across the street. 289 at several stations in proper. 264 at the Raceway in Milton. Same at the P Ridge Murphy. 269, or actually 268 if you wait till the uh, Raceway uh, going through. Pays two. Let's see. That's not the right. 263 at the Walmart on Nine Mile. Same at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. Coming in from the southwest side. 264 at the Navy on uh, Murphy, or the, at the Navy on Murphy Boulevard, you know, uh, at the Murphy on Navy Boulevard. These gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price on your next new Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. Um, one just quick follow-up on the whole thing we are just talking about with the $90,000 voted by three county commissioners to pay an employee who was terminated and avoided tr- trial by going into pretrial diversion from EMS. Uh, long backstory if you weren't listening. Um, j- just give me something. Look, if you tell me, you know, if Commissioner Bagash or Commissioner Barry had said something along these lines, you know what, um, we are really concerned about what subsequent litigation might cost us, and we anticipate that it could be more than 90000 and let Allison Rogers chime in and say, yeah, I think, you know, this could cost us much more than $90,000. Or, you know, tell me that there's exposure to the county because information that would come out in that trial would be far more damaging and, you know, and embolden other litigants that currently don't have the information. I mean, that would be pretty ugly to have to say in public, but, you know, I don't know. And and that could put us on the hook for half a million dollars. You know, just give me something to justify this decision instead of the just total silence. Like, that's all we got to do to write a $90,000 check for a former employee we fired for something that, you know, she did wrong. I mean, it's it's... It's mind baffling. It's mind boggling. Uh, Six fifty five on News Radio ninety two three. Uh, uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. We're looking great out there so far this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns to speak of. I ten and I one ten are at posted speeds. Highway ninety eight through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No accidents showing. Highway twenty nine south through Cantonment is flowing smoothly. No delays on Burgess or Olive. Davis Highway is clear from the I ten overpass through Creighton, Brent, and Fairfield. If you see anything out there this morning slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620, call or text. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David. Health officials are warning that Israel's war on Hamas may cause diseases to spread in the Gaza Strip. In a statement yesterday, the Palestinian Health Ministry said vaccinations for uh, for kids are now way down in Gaza and uh, running out of vaccines, they say could have catastrophic repercussions on the spread of disease. Uh, Today's the 11th anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in Connecticut. Newtown Public Schools there operating on a delay because of that. And uh, the classmates of the first graders that were killed that morning would be seniors in high school now. Wow. Uh, And a man is in custody after starting a fire yesterday in the, allegedly starting a fire, I should say, in the New York State Supreme Court building Uh, just hours after testimony was heard in the uh, civil fraud trial. Some floors of the court building apparently had to be evacuated yesterday. A court spokesperson says the man was lighting papers on fire and then you in a garbage can and then uh, used a fire extinguisher to put the, the flames out. Uh, the man has been arrested. He's not been identified. Apparently, 17 people suffered minor injuries. They had to be taken to the hospital. 17 people? That's got to be smoke inhalation, I would assume, is related to that. But Either so the that man put, his own, put the fire out, out himself. He lit the fire, and then he put it out. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, I mean, he's probably hungry. He's roasting some weenies. I mean, you know, just doing something to get well, by. Gotta, yeah, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah. All right, uh, David, thanks so much for the update. 657 News Radio 92.3. If you've got an import, you've got a BMW, a Porsche, Mercedes, Genesis, Audi, Jaguar, a Lexus, and uh, you might think, well, these are better vehicles. I paid extra to get them. I'm going to have to pay extra to service them. 
First part true, second part not true. You do not have to take them to the dealership, which is going to cost you money and also probably distance, therefore time plus gas, right? If it's Mobile or Destin or some other remote location, you don't have to do that. You can go to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on those cars all the time. Even if it's a diesel engine, even if it's a domestic diesel engine, you know, a truck or something, they work on those, no problem. You know, not, not everybody does. It's a little bit different, but they work on them. Uh, you know, your domestics, your gas power, whatever it is. I mean, any car, basically. The philosophy is see you for little things. They don't have to see you for the big things to avert the big things. Carcliniceservice.com, that's the website, which kind of has that healthcare clinic for your car sort of message embedded in it. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Time now for... Future now. Future news. Jake and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right. Um, in Santa Rosa County, we've got the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Final sign-off on the authorization to build a new facility. Uh, will it be a 5-0 vote or a 4-1 vote? 4-1. James Calkins didn't say. I've heard a rumor that he might not show today oh. to avoid. <laughs> pulling, a, pulling a Hunter Biden this yeah. morning. Yeah. Do you think he shows? He's no. got it. He's got to show. I mean, he, he's he, adamantly opposed this so many times, and he's, he doesn't miss meetings. I mean, to his credit, he does not miss meetings. <laughs> so um, I think he's he definitely shows up. I can't imagine he wouldn't show up. Um, will they go to the restricted rules on public input in Santa Rosa County where you don't talk during the agenda? Yes. Uh, will there be public outcry? <laughs> yes. Yes and yes. Yeah. Um, this is, oh, man, I just can't, can't really support it. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.